Good morning, everyone out there in the pod world. I'm Mike Perrin here with Rob Galloway on another edition of Tahoe Talk, your weekly global, national, and local news. We are already halfway through September. Not technically, but this week, it's just flying right into it, right? The NFL on Thursday and then Sunday, bringing about half of America back into normalcy. (laughs) It was still weird to watch, but it felt (laughs) great. Uh, Until the night lost, then. Until the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly <laughs> i know same 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 here uh but you still you know the the national news still the same it's tough to find news that isn't about trump or wildfires right yeah. now so we'll hit you with some of that or COVID. yeah, yeah. we're gonna hit you with all three of those the trifecta <laughs> uh real quick and then we'll get into some of the other stuff here so uh what our first quick hit is the world health organization reporting the world's Highest single-day increase since the pandemic began. Pretty crazy. Let, let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> More than 307,000 cases on Sunday. So they reported that this morning, obviously, on Monday at, at our time of recording. So uh, the total cases uh, around the globe uh, approaching 30 million and almost 1 million deaths out there. So, I mean, some websites and Fauci saying a third wave can come or a twin-demic, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, look, at the, the, look up the word twin-demic. Whoa, geez, easy. <laughs> Twenty, lay off the bottle, man. <laughs> uh, and then you got Trump signing in another executive order on yesterday on Sunday called "My Most Favored Nation." <laughs> that was in his tweet. That's that's what he chose, um, and that aims to ensure America getting the same low prices from big pharma that other countries get. Uh, so that was also you know within hours of him also announcing he's going to aim to negotiate for a third term. It was back in the 50s sometime. Don't quote me on that. Look it up. But that's when it was basically set into stone that a president can only do two terms. So, yeah, yeah well, he's trying to change history yet again, huh? No. I, don't, I think those, those that big pharma, they'll challenge that for sure. I mean, they want all... I think so as well. Greedy. Yep. Greedy folks. And there. I will challenge... Trump going for a third term. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I don't think I have the poll of big pharma though. <laughs> and then in that fire update, we got you with COVID. We got you with Trump. Here's your fire update. This is from Cal Fire this morning as of about 8.30 a.m. 3.3 million acres, 7,718 7, incidents total, Twenty to 30 fatalities it's a vague number there and then 4700 structures destroyed that's in california alone this is not even mentioned oregon or washington we're still seeing a lot of smoke from oregon but portland was rated yesterday the worst air quality in the world in the world worse than beijing and, and all those uh, india all the craziness you've seen out there and they're telling people not to drive and don't even vacuum. Do not vacuum. They're saying the particulates can't infiltrate your house, and then the vacuum can stir those up. I guess if you're a if you're a kid and that was one of your chores, you're like, look, ma, I they told me not to vacuum. Good yeah, you, yeah. Man. I don't know if she's flying. She's gonna let that one fly. <laughs> uh, in other news, outside of the the trifecta, there you've got a new safe spacer gadget. I guess this falls under the COVID 
trifecta uh, or, or category, but it is a gadget that beeps when people get closer than six feet to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is aimed at businesses, uh, most importantly, looking to get workers back inside and on the job, sell for 99 bucks. I, yeah, it's just, I don't know how that's going to help. The, uh, the annoying. The NFL was using those um, for training camp. So if the, all their players wow. and, and they, they had them on, if you um, watch the, uh, the hard knock show, you'd see them. And if they got within, you know, six feet, they would do that. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, and then in other big time news, I mean, TikTok has been dominating the headlines here for the past couple of months and dominating the airwaves and overall time of the uh, millennial generation. Software giant Oracle won the bid for TikTok's U.S. operations. So not uh, exactly sure because that was just announced on Sunday how that will affect the entire interface and the security of it, but that was just announced. So uh, check it out and stay in tune with that. And then, uh, well, yeah, I guess we could add this to the quadfecta, right? I mean, hurricanes, tropical storms, just yeah. pummeling the East Coast. We've got another one, Hurricane Paulette, rolling towards Bermuda, uh, bringing heavy rainfall Sunday night and a tropical storm Sally threatening to grow into a hurricane. Uh, and that's over on the Gulf side of the coast, uh, hitting New Orleans Tuesday morning. Can't catch a break over there in Florida with COVID spikes and hurricanes. And then in other news, just one deeper dive. This is a, this is a cool one by T-Mobile. They have a plan to offer free internet to 10 million low-income households. This was announced last year before all of this uh, pandemic and, uh, you know, uh, work from home, uh, distance learning began. This is a plan to close the homework gap. Uh, pitching it is one of the reasons that they should be the company that's allowed to merge with Sprint. This would be a huge merger between T-Mobile and Sprint. And they revealed that it's allocated $10.7 billion for the project 10 million program over the next decade with the goal of making it available to K through 12 students who participate in the national school lunch program for low-income families. So that is my news. And then here's your fact check. There is a viral Facebook photo going around. Uh, it's been flagged in a lot of places, but it's still popping up. I've seen it myself in a couple of different areas. Some firefighters in California fighting fires 24-7 to save people's lives and property is the quote on this photo. It shows a bunch of, you know, firefighters taking a nap, you know, lounging uh, as uh, a fire rages in the distance. That is false. <laughs> that is, it's been checked uh, by Politico and PolitiFact both. Those resting firefighters, they were pictured in Tennessee in 2016, not California in 2020. So just remember that, folks, when you're seeing stuff online, check your sources and do the digging if you think it's, it's, it's out of there. Yeah. Uh, and then my last one, not only is it an international holiday on Thursday, my birthday, but <laughs> it's sandwiched between National Guacamole Day on Wednesday and Friday is National Cheeseburger Day. You say, take your pick, you know, so which one you want to celebrate or you can celebrate all three. 
Yeah, <laughs> on could, Thursday. I, I'm I'm game to put some guac on a on a cheeseburger. That's hell yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what I've got for my rundown, sir. What about you? All right. Well, as we always do, a uh, recap around the region as far as COVID confirmed cases and starting in El Dorado County, uh, 90 active uh, as of this morning. That is an increase of two over last week when we reported. Tahoe region at 458 confirmed cases. That's an increase of five uh, week over week. So definitely slowing down um, uh, as compared to where we had been. So that's that's good. Quad County region in the Valley, 102 active. That's an increase of 10 over last week. Douglas County specific, eight actives. That is a decrease um, of 18 from last week. Uh, Nevada County, 58 active cases there. That is a decrease of eight from last week. Placer County, 342 active, a decrease of 52 from last week. Uh, I'll get to a little bit more news at Placer here in a minute. Um, Washoe County, 1,217 active. That is an increase of 53 over last week. Um, Incline specific at five active, that is a decrease of two. And Crystal Bay, zero active cases. They had two last week, so uh, they dropped down to zero. But Interesting note on the Placer County side of things, last week they cited a low incidence and increasing harm from California reopening framework. Uh, they basically unanimously declared to end the county's health emergency. Uh, the Board of Supervisors said the framework mischaracterizes the state of uh, disease in the county and is harming its economic health, mental, and social well-being. Um, so uh, they are fighting the good fight down there, uh, but also Placer County uh, Public Health Officer and Health Director, uh, she submitted her resignation. So it looks like they might not have basically seen eye to eye on on that decision there. But uh, we'll just we'll keep Placer in our in our eyesight and see what goes on there. But uh, they definitely were the ones um, who were taking the brunt of it as far as uh, counties go around uh, around the basin. Um, and then what uh, was speculation turned out to be fact. President Trump, he held a what they call a peaceful protest rally uh, at the Minden Tahoe Airport on Saturday. They had hundreds, I don't know if you saw any video or, or footage of this, Mike, but hundreds of cars lining up Highway 395 and the estimates in the neighborhood of anywhere from five to 10,000 spectators. I, I couldn't find a, anything that was really legit as far as what it was, but that's, those are the numbers. But the photos that I saw most uh, or had folks, no masks. So I, I got to imagine that many people will we'll see some spikes here soon, right? I, I think so. I mean, and then, I mean, you had his rally, his indoor rally in Henderson yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, making waves as well. So, oh, yeah. are not too happy with the Trumpster. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and I, I'm sure everyone knows by now, but uh, shortly after we recorded last week's podcast, um, Tahoe basically got shut down. Everything from, from trails to beaches, the Forest Service closed everything down as a precaution due to all of the wildfires. Um, the original mention was that it was at least through today. Uh, and I don't know, I haven't seen anything, Mike, I don't know if you've seen anything, whether it says it's going to get lifted or it's going to continue. I imagine at least through this week. I mean, there's still, I mean, as much smoke as there was previously, and I don't think anything's really been suppressed to the degree where they would lift that. But I, I haven't seen, I would say, at least through this week, that's my opinion, probably even longer. But I don't know if, have you seen anything? Well, I, no, I haven't seen anything released as of this Monday morning, but it was more about the danger of another one spreading, right? right Not necessarily right. just the smoke 
inhalation and, and danger. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, take that into account. You know, we haven't had any precips, so the the danger is still there. Oh yeah, I mean, there there is. I think I saw. I don't know what it, it's been. I think a day or two since I saw. There's like a slow, slow moving um, front that was heading down. I don't know. Maybe that'll drop a little bit into maybe northern California. We'll see. But uh, hopefully, something like that happens. Is although it's not in the forecast for us. Um, uh, another note. <laughs> we'll take whatever help we can get. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sugar Bowl, they had to pause their season pass sales last week. Uh, they said that sales were strong and they didn't want to oversell the resort uh, in light of social distancing precautions that they were taking. They just wanted to avoid uh, super crowded environments. And, um, you know, I, I wonder about this. I don't know if you have any thoughts with, with limiting sales this year. You know, you saw Vail Resorts looking at, at doing that. Do you think you'll see some of the smaller resorts um, maybe start to crowd a little bit more this year? It's in like Homewood or, or maybe some of the other smaller resorts. What do you think? Well, it, not official, but uh, I've got word from some trusted sources that they're just going to cut it off real early at a half capacity uh, at some of these smaller resorts. Uh, I mean, you can you can take your pick at, at those independently ones I'm talking about, but that's what you're looking at. So if you're an early bird, no problem. No, you got you got uh, double the powder laps on a powder day. That's the way I see it, because I'm like, an early bird. <laughs> there's, a, there's a possibility, I guess, that you show up and you're, you're not getting in? You're getting turned around at the parking lot. Yep. <laughs> That's a bummer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so, uh, you know, talking about ski, we, we have a local ski patroller named Andy Bertolina, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she has started her quest to do the Lake Trifecta um, on Thursday, this past Thursday, she started her two-week journey to bike, swim, and run around the entire lake. So she started at Reagan Beach, and she's going to be swimming six miles a day for 12 straight days. Her goal is to do that in 45 hours. So you're not talking just, um, you know, we've had a couple of conversations or, or folks who have swam across the lake, um, the width, uh, but this is swimming around the entire perimeter of, of the lake. Um, and then after that, she's going to bike around the entire lake. And that her goal there is five and a half hours to do that. And then finally, the run, uh, which her goal is to do that in 18 hours. Uh, she had said the run's probably going to be the most challenging for her. For me, I'd say all of it sounds pretty damn challenging. Uh, that's, that's rough, right? That's a challenge I'm not going to accept. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. that for sure. <laughs> no way. Wow. <laughs> Maybe wow. the bike. Maybe the bike. But... I don't know the run and the swim. Hell no. I mean, even Howie Nave can bike around the lake. I think, <laughs> Howie I think can we, do it. we could get that. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of buzz this past week on the one Tahoe plan. I know a couple of television stations picked this up. Um, championed by a, a TTD. Uh, and if you haven't heard, part of the plan would be to implement fees to get into the basin. Uh, and they keep saying the earliest it could be implemented would be 2023. I, that seems awfully uh, unrealistic. I mean, that's if everything goes right and everybody, you know, pushes this thing through in a timely fashion. I just don't, I don't know about that. Uh, we joked a little bit about this, Mike. Um, some of these where the visitor fee would be you would pay $4 and 10 cents um, for your, why not just make it five bucks? Because I mean, we, we have a coin shortage, right? So it's like, Hey, here's your 90 cents change for your $5 bill. When you come into the basin. I don't know about that. It seems weird. I don't know where they come up with these, but, uh, but I mean, something to, something to pay attention to. I mean, it's, it's causing a lot of buzz, but again, it's a few years out. Uh, if, if anything, and yeah. then, 
Uh, finalist voting for Best of Tahoe and Best of North Tahoe and Truckee, they open up today. So don't forget to vote for your favorites there. Uh, TahoeDailyTribune.com and SierraSun.com. Uh, you can go there and you can find the button to vote there. Weather-wise, a little warmer the first part of this week, but lows, uh, they're supposed to dip down to below freezing heading into the weekend. Uh, mainly looking at highs uh, in the high, high 60s, mid to low 70s for the most part. Um, looking at the weather forecast. And then one last note, I thought this was, uh, was kind of cool because it's almost like a... Um, a real life Charlie in the chocolate factory. Uh, and there was a press release uh, over the weekend or late, late last week. Um, so it's conflicting reports because Jelly Belly said, this isn't associated with us. This guy is on his own doing this thing, but I guess he is a third party owner of uh, a Jelly Belly factory or, or a couple of candy factories, something like that. Uh, but regardless, he is hosting a series of cash prize treasure hunts around the country before he retires. And the grand prize a key to one of his candy factories. Um, and he has a, a, a necklace hidden in each state. And it does cost 50 bucks to get access to the clue for your state. But if you find the necklace, you get 5,000 bucks. And then anybody who participates is eligible to win the factory. So a real life golden ticket, you know, Charlie and the Chaga factory. Kind of, kind of cool. I love it. I mean, just as long as you don't get the factory that makes the, uh, the, the Harry Potter uh, the 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 barf ones are all the weird flavors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, give me give me the yeah. original factory. Please. Yeah, those are yeah. those are they're kind of fun though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no mystery jelly beans, and the key is somewhere out there, folks. Somewhere out there, got a chance. <laughs> all right, Rob, always a pleasure. It's September fourteenth. This has been Tahoe Talk. We will be back monday to give you more here on this podcast give us a share and uh have a great week see you then see ya